Hey everyone, Shorter here. Before we get to the recording of our reviews, uh, just let everyone know that, uh, first of all, apologies for the late upload of this uh, episode. This is supposed to go up in August, but I was on holidays for much of August. Uh, so uh, this is the earliest we could uh, put it up. Um, also, secondly, um, I we were recording uh, the day after I arrived from holidays. I had been traveling through the night, so I was pretty, pretty tired. You might hear it if I don't sound as enthusiastic as I usually am. Uh, that is the reason. Also, in my tiredness, I forgot to record at the beginning, so we missed out on the first few minutes. We didn't miss much. We mainly spoke about Return of Monkey Island, the trailer, the announcement trailer, uh, but we will be reviewing that game, of course, when it is released, which uh, very, very soon, or maybe it has been released by the time you listen to this. And we will, of course, be reviewing uh, that game in a lot more detail when it is out. Uh, also, Laura does make an appearance. She does join us uh, a few minutes in to the uh, recording as well. So uh, with that out of the way, here is um, here is uh, yeah here is the episode uh, following on from what we're talking about, which is a return to Monkey Island, and then followed on by reviews and uh, Laura talks to us about her Gamescom experience. So please enjoy. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorter Dunbar and I'm your host. So very soon that we'll be returning to Monkey Island and in a new trailer for it and uh, yeah, I imagine we'll probably be dedicating a review episode for that, I imagine. Um, once we finish playing, I know I'll be playing it on Monday, uh, which is actually talk like a pirate day, which is yeah. when it'll be released. I didn't know that they existed, so um, well, we will be talking more about that game as well. There are a few other adventure games released or announced at Gamescom. Uh, there's a new Quantic Dream game called Under the Waves, which is, I mean, it looks like it's a Quantic Dreams version of Subnautica. That might be a little bit too simplistic, but it looks fantastic. And we had a new announcement about new tales from the Borderland. I think that's coming out in October. And we had a new behind-the-scenes trailer for Telltale's The Expanse, uh, which looks really good. So it's coming out summer 2023. So that should hopefully give me some time to catch up on the Expanse TV series and uh, and books. Well, I'm completely caught up on I both know books you have. and the TV series, so I, I might have to read them again then. I've read book one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, so uh, Laura, I'm sure when she arrives, we'll be talking a little bit about her time at Gamescom. She uh, she was there with the BBC, actually. She was sent there and she, um, I know she played the demo of Colossal Cave Adventure and she interviewed Jeff Kiley, the host. So looking forward to hearing more about that. And then sticking with Monkey Island, there is also an announcement, a cast announcement, because Dominic Armato, who of course plays Guy Rush-Dreepwood, he was announced for Lucy Dreaming. He'll be playing a role in that game, which I was kind of surprised. And Dominic Armato said that, you know, the reason he hasn't really appeared in any other adventure games is because no one's really asked him. <laughs> and uh, so, and uh, so Tom Hardwich, the developer of Lucy Dreaming, he announced this again a couple of weeks ago and so i mean i'm already looking forward to lucy dreaming but this again has put this up even higher 
And um, and so we know the voice is going to be good because uh, Tom Hardridge's wife is also playing the role of Lucy. And she's really, really good, as we know from the demo. So, yeah, yeah. really looking forward to this game. Um, and also in release date news, a Space Venture has a release date. Uh, finally, it's been after 10 years. And I know there's been a lot going on with this game. Uh, but they announced so these, this is a game from two guys from Andromeda, who, of course, made Space Quest. And they've announced that this game will be released on 16th of September for backers only first. So it won't be available for the general public, but at least it's something. The backers of the game who've been waiting for 10 years will be able to get their hands on the game. So um, that's really good news. Finally, after you know 10 years, I know they've been working hard on it as well. Um, also, there is a, a reboot of uh, Alone in the Dark. Have you played the, the original, Thomas? Did you play that when it was no. out? No, no, okay, I haven't no, either, no. but uh, I believe it was, I mean, I could be wrong, but I believe it was the first um, survival horror, adventure horror, yeah, back, I think or so one too, of the yeah. first. Uh, well, there's a reboot. I think it's going to be more, there's going to be more action in it, but it's, you know, always interesting to see a reboot of an old school adventure game, which, you know, for modern day audiences. And uh, elsewhere, uh, Pendulo Studios, who of course made Runaway, Black Sad, and Alfred Hitchcock Vertigo, which we reviewed on this podcast, uh, was it last year, I think? Or a yeah, few we, months we, ago, we reviewed Black Sad as well. And yeah, I, I played yeah. it and, and I enjoyed it. And uh, Dave announced that they will be working on a new Tintin adventure game. Oh, nice! So yeah, yeah, that that would be an IP that really yeah. suits itself to uh, to proper adventure game. Well, there are not. Right? I don't think there are that many Tintin games. I mean, we we call them Kaufje, by the way, in the Netherlands. That's completely different. <laughs> yeah. Well, he has this. Um, what's the what's the English word for it? You know, where his hair is just at the front, sticking uh, up a bit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so a ca- a coiffeur. Well, that's French. <laughs> exactly. Say it again. Coiffeur. Yeah. Coiffeur. Ca- I, I don't ca- know. Coiffeur. Coiffeur. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and yeah. Well, Tintin Adventure Game. I think it will be released sometime next year. There's no specific release awesome. date yet. But yeah. yeah. And it looks really good as well from the graphic, from the teaser trailer. It 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 looks like the comics. It looks good. So here's hoping that the gameplay will be good as well, and the story will be good. And yeah, that's we can hope for like almost like an Indiana Jones style adventure. You know, that's 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 what he always did. Yeah, the craziest Ab- adventures. Absolutely. And well, in other well release date news, there's well there's a few games coming. A lot of games coming out. Uh, as well as Return to Monkey Island, uh, t- today at the time that we're recording, Dave Gilbert just announced that the excavation of Hobbs Barrow, which is being made by Cloak and Dagger Games, which we talked about last month, uh, this game will be coming out on the 28th of September. And we have a few other games coming out. Uh, Brock the Investigator has been released. It was released on 26th of August, which is getting some very good reviews. Justin Black and the Big Time Hack has also just been released. Uh, also getting very good reviews. Beacon Pines. I played a demo and I reviewed, well, I talked about the demo a few months ago. Uh, that game will be released on 22nd of September. So there's a number of really good looking games coming out there. Uh, hard to the, keep up. It's, it's really hard to keep up. And then with, um, well, Cloudpunk has been released on PlayStation 5. So if you wait for oh. that on consoles or on PlayStation 5, you can now get your hands on that. 
So Taxi plus Cyberpunk. So now's your chance, Thomas. I have it installed <laughs> on my Steam Deck. But oh, very nice. I yeah. I, I think it would suit a Steam Deck as well with the controls. Um, and then finally some Kickstarters. Uh, Sherlock Holmes: The Awakened uh, remake of that from Frogwares. Uh, that has more that made back uh, the goal. And then some, of course, Frogwares are based in Ukraine. And of course, with everything that's happening with the invasion of it, they said that this, this is the reason they're doing a Kickstarter and why they're remaking this game to fit with the series now rather than making a completely new game. Uh, I, I mean, I think the fact that they're making any game is itself uh, pretty astonishing <laughs> considering what they're, what they're going through. So delighted to see that they made their goal and they made some stretch goals as well. And um, a Perfect Tide sequel uh, also made its goal. Uh, I haven't played Perfect Tides 1. That's next on the list as soon as I finish, uh, well, Norco and Siberia. Uh, that got some good reviews as well. Uh, that sequel will be coming out, I think, in 2023 sometime. But that has made its goal on Kickstarter as well. Um, That's good to hear. Yeah, so a lot of good news. A lot. Oh, and also uh, PAX was also on. And uh, we had uh, Adventure Game Legends, which were together on a panel. So let's see if I remember. It was Ken and Roberta Williams, uh, Jane Jensen, Ron Gilbert, Dave Gilbert, and Al Lowe, all together at once, all on a panel. Uh, I mean, that's a pretty remarkable panel. And that is yeah. also available now on Twitch. And I'll see if I can put up a link to that as well. I still haven't seen that myself, but I hope to very Me soon. I, th I think it was like an hour and a half. Yeah. Something like that. And um, so really, really interesting. And then uh, we also got the good news that uh, there's some ups and downs with Adventure X that, of course, they couldn't uh, continue it at the British Library because um, there was an electrical fire there. And then they had one ven another venue, but then that fell through. And thankfully, they have reached an agreement with uh, Greenwich, the venue in Greenwich. So they will be going ahead. And I think it's slightly bigger than a British library or the location of British libraries. So uh, congrats to them. Congrats to, um, uh, so congrats to uh, Adventure X. They really pulled it out of the bag. And uh, and yeah, so that's it for news. Do you have anything else to talk about, Thomas? I think uh, you covered it all. <laughs> I just um, wanted to, uh, because we, um, this is the first review episode that we do since we both got our Steam decks. So yes. <laughs> what what did you think of it so far? I really like it so far. Um, it's uh, I am playing uh, Norco on it, so I'll be reviewing that game next time. Um, but I am really it. It it looks very very good. It's uh it's you know it's easy to ca to carry around. Uh, it's, you know the graphics. It's still like on a PC, and um and yeah, the controls see seem easy. I think. An issue might be with, um, you know, with the point and click aspect with a little, you know, maybe it's just this game because I know you mentioned that Norco might not have been made specifically compatible with Steam Deck. So that might be one of the issues that I feel like, you know, with this going, moving the, the, the little joystick things that it's a little bit, you know, it goes too much. I can never get it on the spot. So it's not like I have that too, but I have, a, I have a suspicion. I was always wondering like how, how people can play shooters. Oh, on, I don't on, know. Uh, uh, with with controllers, and I think it's just us because <laughs> I have the same issue. But there are so many people, and 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 playing a playing a first person shooter with that requires even more. Uh, yeah. 
uh, precise movement. And mm. I, I have no idea how they do it because I was I was playing the, I was having the same thing with the games that I played. I played both the games I'm going to review. I played them on the Steam Deck. And Very nice. It was just uh, you know sometimes you're just trying to get that bloody mouse on the bloody place. <laughs> It's... But other than that, I, I I'm highly enjoying it. It looks yeah. fantastic. It it has a it, it 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 has a good feel. Like it 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 lies well in your hands. It's not too heavy. It has a good weight, uh, and and you can play for like three four hours at a time. So uh... yeah, good good battery. I think uh, the battery runs out a little bit earlier than the Nintendo Switch, but it definitely looks really good. And I think one advantage that it has over the Nintendo Switch is at least with some games on the Steam Deck, you can play outdoors. Be At least the version that we got. We got the most expensive version because yeah. it has the anti-glare screen. And it kind of works, not perfectly, but I was able to play, um, I started playing a little bit of a Siberian world before outdoors, and I was able to see the screen, whereas Nintendo Switch, I couldn't see at all. Um, so that is definitely, mm-hmm. I think, a big advantage that it has. Now, of course, coming to winter, I won't be sitting outdoors uh-huh. <laughs> very often. Well, you never know in Ireland. <laughs> no, that's true. But um, but yeah, no, I, I am really, really enjoying it. And uh, and too. I think one advantage that the Nintendo Switch has is that that has an official dock. that So you can play the Nintendo Switch on a TV and there's no official dock yet with the Steam Deck. I believe they there are working on it, right? They are, I think, working. I think they're ha- having issues getting material that is different for the Steam Deck. So they're able to get mm. a lot of Steam Decks, but they haven't been able to get um, uh, material for this uh, official dock. Now, there are other docks, I think, unofficial ones that are made for the Steam Deck. I haven't tried them out, so I don't know how good they are. And I believe it's possible to, with the HDMI cables, to connect the Steam Deck uh, to the TV. But, uh, but yeah, definitely you can play it easier uh, on the TV with the Nintendo Switch, but it's easier to play outdoors with the Steam Deck. So, right. Um, but yeah, really enjoying it. It's really good that I can continue to play the games I'm playing on PC now when I travel, um, which is uh, really good. So I should be able to hopefully uh, go through my backlog of games uh, quicker and more easily uh, yeah, than as well. It's just really convenient uh, to be. Mm. To be- uh, to be clear, we are not being paid myself. <laughs> I wish to say this. That... I wish because the thing was bloody expensive. Uh huh. So Val, if you could pay us to, you know, recoup our costs a bit, <laughs> that would be grand. But yeah, I do think this is the future. Uh, of of mm. uh, it is so amazing just to be able to, you know, sit on the couch and play the same PC games that I can play on, on my PC. Even though I have a great PC right now, but I don't always want to be at my desk. Sometimes I just exactly wanna... you want to move yeah. around. Yeah, it's it's amazing and uh, yeah, the good good uh, security cover uh, with it. So yeah, it's it's great. Yeah. So uh, yeah. how about them? Uh, how about them uh, patrons? Oh yes. Uh, well, believe. Oh, I I believe I'm seeing a vision, Thomas. <laughs> are you are seeing? You, are we hallucinating? Are you seeing what I'm, I'm seeing? I think, uh, and I, I also think I hear Yee-hoo! her voice. Do, do, do you? Do you, do you hear a voice? There's some ethereal light coming I, I, out of there. I think I'm hearing a voice in my head of Laura's uh, Laura's voice in my head. Heavenly <laughs> songs. Hi. Oh, oh, it's you. Hello, Laura. Welcome oh, it's back. Me. Hi. I'm. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Sorry about that slight okay, late well, appearance. Well, well, so it means that you you got the money for me because I explained to the people listening that um, you didn't appear last month because we had a huge argument that. 
I told you that all the millions that you're making with your Twitch and YouTube and yes. all those fantastic guests, I wanted you to pay me double in NFTs. Oh, um, <laughs> and but thankfully now it looks like you've agreed. And and you know, people said that I was um, not. People said I was not a master negotiator, and I don't understand what NFTs are. But I no. think I proved them wrong on both. There counts. you go. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, under contract <laughs> I'm being held hostage help Blink. yes you're paying Blink no ransom you. <laughs> uh, well, well welcome back how, how are you, you Laura I'm good, good I know. I'm sorry it's been such a crazy time oh um, don't worry we're I think all we've busy. all been really yeah. busy this month it's just I guess it's just an August thing uh, yeah, everyone's probably. away or doing things or work is, gets busier and yeah Quite some good, good weather too. So that's true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, we've uh, yeah no. It's, still got lots of games though. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. This, you've, you've been playing a lot of games. I was just saying that uh, Thomas got up this morning at around the same time that I got back home. <laughs> oh. So we're both quite tired. Oh, so anything, okay. anything could happen. <laughs> yeah. It's it's one of those episodes. <laughs> oh, excellent. I love it. Good. I'm glad to be here. Anyway, um, sorry. You were going to talk about patrons. Yes. <laughs> So no, just uh, very quickly, uh, we are on Patreon, as Thomas uh, mentioned, and uh, let's see if I can remember now. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, so we are independent run podcast. And um, so uh, if you want to help us out, you can uh, you can help us out on patreon.com forward slash adventure games podcast, and you can get absolutely professional uh speakers and reviewers and interviewers or at least one of them anyway who is a professional journalist oh. uh, <laughs> which Where is have me, they right? <laughs> <laughs> now it is of course are you, they Laura. coming later <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think they're coming later they're oh, they're good. they're coming after after us even later than me um, yeah. But but if people want, we also have some exclusives. So I have some spoiler special interviews with some of the developers, so with uh, Agustin Cordes, with James Dearden, who made Techno Babylon, with um, the developers of Interrogation, with the developers of Lake, who went into uh, you know some spoilers and some secrets about Lake. I think I'll send you that, Laura. <laughs> that I think you would enjoy. Oh, okay. Um, that's uh, some of the things that I missed and that people might have missed on Lake and just ah. things like that as well. So if you would uh, like to to help us out, you can as well. And I don't think I can reveal the news yet. I have revealed it to the Patreon uh, subscribers um, some exciting news regarding, uh, well, uh, pa well, Patreons that uh, we'll be able mm. to to do don't think i can say much else i mean it probably wouldn't matter but just in case i want to make sure that this uh is able to go through before i can reveal it publicly but uh, hopefully by the next episode or so oh, um okay. but um i mean the two of you guys know it and patreon subscribers know it yes. but uh but everybody else will have to wait until it's finalized <laughs> Uh, ho hopefully it will go through now but mm -hmm. anyway yes yeah, so if you want some exclusive some extra content you can check us out on patreon.com forward slash adventure games podcast now uh, I know it's also there's uh, you know cost of living crisis and all that so of course only do so if you can afford to um, and yes. you can also help us out by leaving a review on Apple podcast there is a link again in the show notes ratethispodcast.com forward slash adventure games podcast which will show you the places you can review the podcast. That is a real, real help. If Please you give do. us a five-star review. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and if you have any issues with the podcast, don't know who would, but you can send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let let and, us know how we can improve. And if you live outside of 
Ireland and the UK and you leave us a review, we might not be able to see it. So if you do so, please take a screenshot of your review and tweet it to oh. us so we can see what yeah, you've written. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, good point. Thank you, Thomas. I wasn't aware. Yeah, I've, um, I've, I found that out recently. Oh, so we could have like hundreds of reviews and we just don't know about it. Yeah, but they were all <laughs> written by me when I was in the Netherlands. So they- uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also and, and that's excluding the 50 that uh, Laura wrote when she was in Germany. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, you- yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, you can also share links as well, because uh, I, I don't like self-promotion. I'm not very good at it. And also, mm-hmm. I don't like spamming. So if other people would share uh, the links to this episode, it would be better as well. Um, so that's another way you can help, and it won't cost you a cent. So, um, so yeah. So now, before we get to the reviews, uh, Laura, we mentioned that you were in Germany. Um, so you were, well, you were on holidays, is that right? Or yeah, well, so not really. <laughs> I was, I was working, but it was fun work. Um, yes. Yeah, you I was went to Gamescom. Gamescom. Yeah, again, the second time I've gone. Um, but I was kind of doing it a little bit for adventure gamers and a little bit for uh, work as well. Um, it was very intense. It, there was a lot to do. But um, as with every Gamescom, I think it was quite funny near the end of it and I was only there for four days but um <clears throat> when I was meeting people like developers on the fourth day and I was like oh you know how's your games gone what have you been up to and everyone was just like I'm very tired because <laughs> 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 it's such such you know such long days it's like 10 hour days really wow <clears throat> yeah. um I mean obviously this... you don't have to go for the whole time but the thing of is course. it's so big you want to because there's yeah. so much going on but I mean, this is the thing. Of course, you know, I'm sure you enjoyed it, and we'll hear yeah, yeah. a little bit about some of the games that you got your hands on your experience. But people think, I'm sure, that oh, is it really working? You're going to play video games. Mm. But as you mentioned, you are there for work primarily. You're there. You're interviewing developers. You have a schedule. You have to do this and that. You have to run yeah. around everywhere, and, it, and it's it just takes a long stressful. time yeah. to get to different because it's so big, and the queue, once the public start getting in, it, the, it's so slow to get to different parts of the, and mm. you know the the actual arena, like there's eleven halls in this thing, and one hall takes about five minutes to get across. So These like, Germans you, don't mess around, do they? <laughs> they don't. It's such a huge center. It's so big. Honestly, I, I've never seen as big an exhibition center. Um, I don't think there is one in the UK as big as that because it's crazy huge um but it has to be like there's three hundred thousand people so <laughs> that's insane <laughs> obviously wow. not all at once that'd be crazy yeah. but across across the 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 days but even so that's that's a lot of people yeah yeah like I, a, I did have a really like good a time and it was nice to see people again <laughs> i still didn't see much of cologne each time i've gone i've only been twice to gamescom <laughs> but like i just see the center i've never actually seen what cologne looks like because it's you're just there for the whole day and then you go home um, um so did, maybe did it- did, did it smell nice? Um, yeah, well, you, yes, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, well, not really, because there's a oh, lot of Oh, don't chase her away again, Sersha. <laughs> I'm no, going to but... go, guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm giving it a chance. I think I'm going to go. <laughs> what, what, was it the way I smell? I'm sorry. I know we're yeah. doing this over Zoom. But... <laughs> it is. Somehow it's still. No, but it's that. I mean, I, I always want to go. I couldn't go this uh, this year. But, it's definitely uh, worth going. Yeah, that I mean, like it sounds like you know the, the entire population of the UK was there. Three hundred thousand, I mean, sure <laughs> more people. But um, and you did you speak with Jeff Kylie, the host? I did. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Kylie. Yeah, Jeff. I spoke to him after opening night live. I just got a little thing with him for, for work. I did a quick interview. He was really nice. Yeah, he's, he's very nice, tall he? man. Is he? <laughs> 
Wow. Well, I'm quite small, so I don't know, but he is very tall. Um, uh, what, what, yeah. What's he like in, in person? Is, is, is he nice? Is he... Nice enough. I mean, he's kind of very sort of, I guess, quite professional and, you know, very mm. much like, okay, we'll do this quick interview. And like, and then he was like back to doing other things. So yeah, I'm sure but, he's busy you know, as well. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, he's a busy guy. I did ask him how many trainers does he have? Um, and he said he uh, he doesn't know. He has, but he said he only brought two to Gamescom. He oh, said wow. he, he packs light when he travels, so he just had a two. He had a carry on with two with the, pairs of trainers. Laura, there with the important questions. <laughs> clearly, clearly, this was far-reaching journalism yeah. here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And does he have time to play the games that he he announces? You know? Yeah, he <laughs> said he'd play Stray, and he enjoyed Stray. Oh, so, very nice. Yeah. I still have to I really play that need myself. To play that one. It yeah. is good. It is very good. Yeah, we got your review last month, so thank you for that. Yeah. Um, so, then, so then, before we get <laughs> on to our reviews, <laughs> uh, it was seamless. With, uh, <laughs> I know it was. I heard it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so then, um, and I, I know, unfortunately, because uh, you know, speaking of adventure games and nostalgia, this is a nostalgic episode because the first time Laura you joined us was a talk about Gamescom. I, I believe, know, yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. So. Uh, now, I don't think we have as much time to delve into the, all the games you've played no, in Gamescom now. But um, well, one of the games what, that I'm interested in. Yeah, Sorry, what Thomas. were the highlights? What, what yeah, were yeah highlights? I, I mean, I'll do very, I, I won't like go into them at all. But um, I, I saw, I mean, obviously, at, uh, opening night live when they get showed yes, the trailer. What, what, for, what was that like? Yeah, for there. Return to Monkey Island. So that they showed the trailer for that and obviously gave the release date. So that was exciting. Yeah. I knew they were going to do that, but it was nice to see that trailer. It looked really good. Uh, and um, what was the reaction like? Because yeah, that, that's uh, I know what I wonder. Yeah. It, are people interested, like the general mainstream gaming interested, or are they kind of like, you know, nah? I think people were relatively interested. Like, I think, I mean, also it's a European crowd. It's not like America where people do just shout and things that uh, yeah, we, that's I, true. I, yeah. I spoke it's about in germany this, there <laughs> yeah with other people and everyone was kind of like oh oh okay like you know sort of no one was like woo yeah because you know we just don't really do that as much but um no there was a pleasant like people were excited and were like oh the, and like when it came up with the date i was like oh cool so yeah it wasn't i wasn't people weren't like shouting or anything but people like that there was a little monkey on a booth as well yes i saw pictures um, of it i was very jealous put your your head where the chuck's head was which is quite funny and they <laughs> took a little picture of it which is nice and so it's kind of nice to see it just have some representation there um as for the games yeah. again i won't go into like a big detail mm. i saw a cool uh sort of text adventure with a bit of a twist called i doesn't exist which is which which kind of about um control and uh you kind of realize at the end of the demo that you are not actually the avatar the avatar is a separate thing and you're just typing in these text adventure commands and controlling it and it kind of snaps out of that and is sort of saying to you why are you doing this why are you putting in all these commands so that was kind of an interesting and it, it goes on from that premise basically about who has the control in a video game is it you is it the game is it the avatar that you're controlling so i thought that was really cool that's just made by two girls uh two developers um so that was cool um i saw the new upcoming rusty lake game oh. the past within which is going to be a cooperative it's not going to be a single player uh which look so maybe you know you guys when you finish it takes two you can play that <laughs> oh don't bring that up don't bring it up such a good game but we never got to finish it yeah it Painful. is a long game though. i know it's it it's hard to schedule time because we've all well, been yeah. so busy <laughs> clearly as you can see so but that looked really good and really polished and like kind of what you would expect from a rusty like game 
uh, really. And then I saw uh, a game called Backfire Wall, which again is coming up quite soon. And that looked interesting where you play um, an update assistant inside a phone. And it was felt it was very Stanley Parable-esque. It, um, oh. Basically, it's your job to start the next update. But the oh, the operating system tells you if you do that, it'll delete not only them, but also you. Um, so you have to go inside the smartphone. It's all kind of 3D first person. Uh, you have to try and stop the update from happening. And you go into different parts of the phone, uh, like the speakers of the phone, where it's like a nightclub um wi-fi there's all these different sections and yeah that looked really fun i, I it, was, it was pretty funny sounds interesting i've yeah. heard of it no i know that's a, i mean so there's that's... still many adventure games yeah. coming out <laughs> <laughs> that's the good thing i think about gamescom you do discover all the there are loads that you you know about but it was nice to like see some unusual stuff so those were three i thought were kind of quite un- unusual cool. and fun cool and then very quickly as well i know you told us that you played a demo of colossal cave adventure that's right, I did. In Reimagined, VR, I believe, yeah. So, Reimagined yes. by Roberta Williams. <laughs> Thank you for the full title. The full title. Uh, what, what were your impressions? Because uh, <laughs> I don't know, still don't know anything about this game. So <laughs> I, obviously, I didn't play the original text adventure, but what they're Me basically neither. doing is they are lifting the text from that and then placing it into a 3D world. Um, I have to admit, it being in VR... The movement made me feel a little nauseous, but I think that's just how I feel because I did feel that when I played another VR game as well. Mm. And I was like, oh, no, because I I do find if you are moving and you are not moving in real life, there's something Mm. in my brain. Yes, I I understand. That should should be on the poster. Yeah, that that, that should be on the poster. This game made me nauseous. No, it's not the game I know. (laughs) I did play a bit on PC and it was interesting. It's all one hand control. So uh, you you move with the mouse, you uh, it's right click to look at things and then right click again to sort of interact with things. So it was all one handed. Uh, maybe with the mouse um and i just saw a bit of you going into the cave and there's a bit of puzzles you could do but there'll be a bit of action as well they said it's not all just puzzle solving you have to fight trolls and dragons and things like that um if you look at items uh, it it takes the original text uh from the text adventure and voice uh, so the narrator speaks it um so they've kind of tried to it's it's basically take your text adventure and make it 3d and i think they've done a you know fairly good job of it the graphics look pretty good um i would love to play it in vr because i think that would be the best experience of you going into this cave but unfortunately it just made me feel a little bit ill Mm. i don't know it's a shame if if only you had a vr headset at home that you could you know practice and get used to it yes (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i want to practice though like just continually (laughs) continuously feeling sick and be like one day i'll get over it (laughs) but i I do have a vr uh, headset i I, I played a star wars game in vr Mm -hmm. and uh, i I last five minutes because it it just was too overwhelming yeah it made me feel sick as well Well, and i felt really bad mm. because i was really enjoying the demo but i was like i can't play it anymore i'm sorry I'm sure there. Well, I played uh, there's a VR center. Well, in Ireland, I went to two of them, and I thought I would have the same issues. Uh, it basically you're just shooting zombies, um, and um, it's. Uh, I didn't feel. Th- I mean, I think that was that's because good. I was moving. I think that's the di- well, in at least yeah, in the second that's the one, thing. I was actually moving. And it I yeah. played cool. super hot, and I played Beat Saber, where you're either not moving or you are, and then that's fine yeah, because your I body where is you're actually moving. Yeah, that yeah. you were, uh, and then if you are going to you know, crash into something in the real world, I think it mm. becomes blue or something. It tells yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. It stops you. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's really cool because the other people were, you know, right beside you could hear them in your, uh, in your headset as well, which was pretty cool. 
And um, nice. Well, is there anywhere that uh, are you going to be doing anything on Twitch or YouTube about your experience at Gamescom or writing an article? Or I'll, yes, I will be putting up an. You can. There's some <clears> stuff um, that's going to be put up for adventure gamers. It's I. It's just taken me a while. When I got back, I, mm. I had a lot to do um, with my normal work as well. But um, I have written it. I just need to get it checked, and it should be up. Uh, by the time this by the time this episode is up it should be up <laughs> very nice so pr- that a promise pinky yeah. swear <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's all written so it just needs to get checked and then it should be up very soon but and that's like 10 games that i saw at uh gamescom that, 10, 10 adventure games that i think people should try very nice and the very last thing i'll say before we go on to review is you also interviewed frogwares or two that's right frogwares. Actually, that yeah. was really nice that was uh, uh two developers as you say from frogwares which is the ukrainian mm. developers who are making a lot of sherlock games so they're making a remastered version of one yeah, of the sherlock games we, we mentioned that in the in the news before you uh came on that I, you know i said it's astonishing that they're making they mentioned on the kickstarter that the reason they're making a remaster and going the kickstarter route is because of everything that's happening in ukraine with mm. the invasion of and I think, yeah, fine. I think it's astonishing that they are making any game. Completely, yes. Um, and it was, um, it was a really nice interview actually, and they were they were lovely. Um, you can see that on my Twitter. Actually, I've pinned it on my oh, Twitter. Oh, nice. But, um, that and I, I, that's I did also record it as well. But I, I'll try and see if I can get the actual audio up somewhere. But um, yeah, yeah they were they were very nice, and they it took them two days to get from Kiev to um, Cologne because there's no planes. They had to, no they had to get a is, bus imagine, to yeah. the border and they had to wait 11 hours at the border uh, between there and Poland to get there. And then they finally got across uh, and they were just about made their f- flight from Frankfurt because of it, because it was delayed. And the, mm. so they just made it to Gamescom. But, you know, fair play to them. You know, yeah, they, no, they uh, really wanted to go and, and no, sort of talk about the game. That's great to hear. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well done to the Frogware developers for going there and for continuing to work as well. And I believe a few of those members and hitting are... their Kickstarter goal. Yeah, like, and then some. Incredible. Uh, really, really good. So, uh, well, thank you, Laura. Um, so now, do you guys want to move on to reviews of the yeah. games that we've been playing? As, Let's as... dive in some reviews. Let's go. Okay, so I know it's been a myth. It's it's a mystery game episode but before we get to the actual mystery games uh thomas you play you're saying that you played a nice uh short game as well or at least a short game. i don't know if it is nice or not we'll find out <laughs> <laughs> okay so um i'm going to talk about dots home which is developed by um <clears throat> sorry by weathered sweater aerial knight and titan arx interactive and the publisher is rise home stories project and this is uh available on steam and I played it on the Steam Deck, and it is basically a very, a very good-looking animated, two uh, D animated, well, visual novel. Actually, there is uh, no real puzzles in it. There is some invent- inventory use, but what is happening is you uh, play uh, uh, Dorothea, who really wants to be called Dot, um, who lives in Detroit, uh, within uh, in her grandmother's home, and. Um, she actually gets to travel through time. So she gets a key that allows her to travel through time. So she goes back into her own family's history. So she uh, she meets her grandparents when they were about to purchase the home. She meets her parents and sees how uh, how they were doing. And it's um, uh, and you ha- you get 
you get to make choices that actually influence uh, how her life is going to look like when she gets back to the present. So if you you can you can tell, for instance, you can tell your grandparents to buy the home, or you can tell them not to buy the home, and that all affects the uh, the outcome. And it's a it's a quite a quick game. It took me about an hour to play through. Um, I got the neutral ending. There is a good, a neutral, and a bad ending. I got the neutral ending, so I need to uh, need to replay it to see mm. if I can get any of the other endings. But it was really interesting uh, because it it shows a bit how uh, because. Uh, in case I didn't mention it, Dor Dorothea is is black, so we'll, okay. we're seeing this uh, from uh, a black family's point of view, and of course, especially in the back in back in the days, a lot of uh, yeah, they they were dealing with a lot of racism, a lot of a lot of other terrible things, also for a lot of good things, and uh, a lot of difficult choices. And this game allows you to play to play through that and get to learn a bit about what her grandparents went through, what her uh, parents went through. And then um, because you can see newspapers every time you go back in time, you can find a newspaper that gives you a bit of background information about the situation there. And it's actually very, uh, I found it very interesting. Uh, it, it really kept me uh, captivated for uh, for the time that I, uh, that I played it. So I would definitely, it's a free to play game. So I would definitely say go to Steam, mm. download it and play it a few times. Uh, uh, it looks great. It's uh, yeah, it's 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 very good. Uh, I was not expecting um, this. To, I, I, let me put it like this: this is a game that should not be free. Yeah, I can't believe ah. it's free. Yeah, just from the look of it, it yeah. looks beautiful. So I think it's. Uh, I, I haven't looked into uh, the, but the, the publisher's name, Rise Home Stories Project. I think this is uh, 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 something to do with uh, raising awareness for certain stories from. Uh, on this and they're definitely doing it so i would definitely recommend everybody to go to steam download dots home because it's free and it's good nice nice thank you yeah no definitely i think uh it's good that there are games with stories like these i think yes, through raise awareness and um yeah and, and you know the people i think more snobbish people you know they ask are video games art when they literally are sorry but and I think mm -hmm. in terms of uh, story, I think it's it's good that uh, games are dealing with more topics like this and raising awareness. So, uh, so yeah. So that's dots home. Dots home. Yes. Uh. Well, thank you. Nice. O okay. So, uh, now, uh, sh shall we start? I think with um, as, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, we'll be reviewing not one but two animal detective adventure games. Yeah. Let's um, do it. It's our favorite genre, subgenre <laughs> of adventure games. I, yes. I mean, it was a subgenre, but it's becoming a whole genre by <laughs> yeah, itself. It is. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, I'll give you guys the choice. Uh, which would you like to start with? Nine More Lives or Lord Winklebottom Investigates? Ooh, let's do Lord Winklebottom. Perfect. Because I know, Laura, you played this, didn't you? Yeah, I loved it. It was great. So yeah, that's so, my review. Well, that's, that was a review. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's Laura's review. I she loved it. <laughs> review that review. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So you play as um Lord Winklebottom, who is uh now again. Correct me, uh, Laura, at any time because I said I'm very tired and I probably make mistakes oh, more you. so than usual. <laughs> so you, it's, it's an alternate history world in the 1920s. You play as Lord Winklebottom, who is a giraffe. Yeah. And um, I believe it's a Dr. Frumples, who is a hippo, who is his assistant. 
That's right, yes. And they're invited to an uh, island where a friend of Dr. Frumple's, who's an axolotl, uh, <laughs> has invited him and a number of other guests, much like uh, Agatha Christie, and, and there were none. So can't see anything going wrong. Well, no. <laughs> turns out, first of all, to resolve some puzzles just to get to the island, uh, to convince uh, Grumpy Staler uh, to take you there once you yeah. do that and you get there and you find out that shock horror uh, <gasps> Lord Winklebottom's friend is dead yeah and uh, yeah nice scream from the maid played by Sally Beaumont <laughs> oh <laughs> so, people... yeah can I just say Sally Beaumont actually absolutely smashes it in this game for voice acting it's... she she plays this kind of goat maid character and she also plays very forgetful pelican uh very posh forgetful pelican and i think she also plays another character but Probably. i mean the, the voice acting for the entire game it's is fantastic on point. it's so funny and so good and it just really works with the characters it's just excellent yeah and then the um the main character uh is um played by james sutherland who is sorry I should mention this game is developed by um charlotte sutherland aka cave monsters and her husband played the role of the two characters i was not aware until i spoke to her he was yeah played the role of lord wicklebottom and dr frumples now people might think it's a form of nepotism but actually he's really good yeah he's good so it works so it's not nepotism no it's good. not it's really <laughs> good he more than hold, holds his own um, he's really I believe um, he did the voice in the demo and that was I don't, I don't know if it's placeholder but I was like oh let's just get you know him to do it and then it turned out he's really good so I was delighted to hear that um, he did the voice in the main game but yeah, the voice acting is spot on from everyone Yeah, and I, I mean I really liked it overall as well I think the, the story was good it's it's comedic there are some very funny moments Pro probably my favourite character was Dr. Frumples he, he was good. He grew. He grew on me. Yeah. You didn't like him at first, did you? Or what? No, I. I just. He's a little bit more. So some of the like. I mean, I love the goats. I just love the made goat. He was like, it's a cockney made goat. That's like, oh, he's horrible. He's horrible. I was you like, could say yes. it's it's the goat. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I could say that. That's yeah. not. Um, no, he grew. I think it's not. He's just a little bit gruff and a little bit sort of quieter and and you kind of. But then you get to appreciate he. You know his humor he's a bit dry i guess yeah yeah well i mean i thought it was funny when he would tell his uh puns his jokes and then to be an awkward silence and yeah. then he would explain it uh it doesn't remind mm. me of anybody else at all so i don't know <laughs> why i like that character <laughs> but um but yeah no i really love the interaction Weird. between the two characters in particular and then it's a, and then the story went into, into some interesting places. It does, actually. It, yeah. I was not expecting. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's not I, all just kind of light and brightness. There's a bit of kind no, of... No. Yeah. Kind of make you think as well, which I was not expecting. Mm. Um, and yeah, it looks great as well. It's uh, kind of like, uh, you know, Charles told me it's kind of like paintings as well, like in the game, when you see each, each scene, it, it looks really detailed and looks really, really nice. Um, overall, like very distinctive. And uh, it's uh, there's a scene as well that I laughed where Lord Wicklebottom eats the plant, and he said, "Oh, I hope that wasn't evidence." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think because it's quite you know you could make a game where it's like, "Oh, these animal detectives and all oh, their animals, but they've got human features," and mm. you know you kind of get you're a bit like, "Okay, how are they going to make this different?" But the thing is, it just works because it's funny and exactly. because the voice acting is good and the dialogue is pretty sharp. So if you've yeah, just got those elements, is really good. It doesn't matter that it's maybe not the most kind of 
original of of premises it just works because it's just mm. it's just well crafted exactly and i really like the music um yes. even though it uh, what i would like is more a return i mean i'm sure this is difficult to do but you know when you go to a different room and then you get a specific team for that i don't know if that is the case uh here but i still really like the music yeah uh, it was it was catchy you know i never got tired of it which is it's a really good thing uh then with the gameplay as well it's I mean, the gameplay itself is simple enough. You click, you see portraits of people. It's easy. I found it easy to navigate different um, different rooms and everything. With the puzzles, I found challenging enough. Now they're logical. Yeah. Uh, now one slight issue that I had, I don't know about you, Laura, but there was one time that I got really stuck that I'd spoken to all the characters. I had clicked on all hotspots. And I was completely stuck. So I checked the walkthrough. And it said then I had to go back and click on another hotspot because then once you talk to everyone, it will be different. Now, I'm sure right. maybe I missed it. I think I know but, what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think, well, I'm not going to give it away, but you no. click on one of the hotspots and then it's something different. You can take an object then. I didn't really see any indication, mm. but again, I am willing to to admit it could have been me there could have been some there is a hint system but it's very vague i was gonna say that if that's the one criticism i would have mm. is the hint system is quite vague and if you feel like you've done everything if it's just saying it's worth trying everything or it's worth speaking to everyone and you're like but i feel like i have spoken I have, to everyone yes or we need to get you know open this locked door it's like okay yeah, it's like i know anything else <laughs> that's what yeah. i'm trying to do i still enjoyed the puzzles oh, though i thought they were oh really i did good as fun. well yeah they're they were really good fun and i liked how at first it's pretty contained in the house and then afterwards you can go outside once you've met the characters so it's pretty well contained and uh yeah overall i i really enjoyed the game apart from that you know uh one criticism really good voice acting the story it's kind of like um combination of Sherlock Holmes, Agatha Christie. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, and you play the giraffe and the animals are, it's really funny as well and really interesting story. Uh, I don't think it'd take people too long. I didn't think it was too short by any means. I think certainly if you play without a walkthrough, I think the, some of the puzzles would make you take, but as I said, most of them were logical. I didn't find any moment of um, really out there puzzles, any no. moon logic puzzles. Um, so, yeah, I, overall, I would really... Uh, recommend this game. Uh, yeah, same. same with you, Laura, it yeah. took me about six hours, but I was streaming it, so it always takes me a little bit longer. But um, just funny characters, great voice acting, clever puzzles. You know, it's if you're an adventure game fan, what more can you want, really? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think it took me about the same. Uh, sorry, I'm just checking. It might it might be a bit quicker for you because I think uh, you know when you. If, you're pausing a bit to chat to people or whatever. It can be a bit slower. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It took me, I think it said you 4.8 hours, but yeah, then I said yeah. I did use a walkthrough as well. I admit on some okay. But I, try, I tried mostly not to use a walkthrough, but yeah, I would definitely recommend it. If you like this mystery game uh, as well, if you like mystery games, animals, uh, definitely check it out. It's Lord Winklebottom investigates and it is available on steam. And uh, I don't know if it's available on consoles. I didn't have time to check, but I don't know if, Charlotte mentioned as well, but definitely available on Steam, which you can check out and check out the website as well. Uh, so I think before I t t talk about uh, Nine Nine, do you guys want to hear me talk about Nine World Lives or Thomas? We'd like to talk about Tangle and Tower. I'd like to hear Thomas. Yes, I think it's something a bit different. So, Thomas, you. <laughs> no you offense, you... Joshua. Yeah. <laughs> offense taken. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I, I think uh, so. Thomas, you played a game, uh, Tangled Tower. So, could you untangle the mystery 
of this mm-hmm. game and tell us what you thought. Yeah, um, my first um, encounter with Tangled Tower was uh, at Adventure X in 2019, where they uh, they showed off the game. And I, I immediately thought it was a very interesting game. It looked great. It's The, the voice acting is fantastic. Um, except for one character who doesn't speak. So that's not... Uh... <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is a, a detective grimoire adventure. Uh, so it's, I think it's technically a, a, a sequel to uh, to the first game. I've never played the first game, so I, w- I would need to look into that. But you don't need to have played the first game to enjoy this game immensely, because you are, uh, yeah, you play Detective Grimoire with his um, with his assistant, and you are off to Tangled Tower, where uh, two very uh, peculiar families live, and someone has been murdered, and you have been requested to solve this murder <clears throat> and okay. uh, it really is a detective game so you're looking for clues um you're trying to you're looking for motives um it's uh um it's it's quite funny as well uh but it's also serious at times you know like they make jokes but once they start in the investigation they are actually investigating a murder so they're not joking about that so uh i, I really like that the characters you you encounter are very eccentric <laughs> to say the least uh, <laughs> and there's this whole you uncover a lot of cool stuff uh, while you're uh, you're doing this um, it took me about <clears throat> seven and a half hours to uh, to finish the quest I never really got stuck the one time I got stuck I just I, I, it was late and I, I quit <laughs> the game and the next day I started up again and I immediately solved the puzzle so that, that was more to do with my my being tired uh, there are hint systems, so if you there are s- several um, logic puzzles in the um, uh, in my every, favorite, every, your favorite. <laughs> yeah, I was I was th- every time I do a, I see a logic puzzle, I think oh, Search is gonna love this. <laughs> um, so you have to like uh, every almost every room has one of those. So for instance, you come into somebody's room and there's a locked chest, and the chest only opens through a puzzle. Now. Uh, some people are very good at logic puzzles and they solve them at the first tries. Other people like me or Sersha, they need several tries. And, and uh-huh. um, you also get a bit of a hint. So if you fail, you get, oh, maybe you should try this and this. And if you fail again, okay. they give you more of a hint. And if you fail again, it's just tell you, this is how you have to do it. They don't give you the solution. They just tell you, um, like, uh, you need to you need to make sure that these are aligned with this. And then they, you can fig- most certainly figure it out. There's also... Um, so it's um, it's not that challenging in that way because if you fail, you get a bit of help. So okay. uh, the story is very good. I uh, this is one of those stories where I was like, you know, I'm playing it, and the next day I was like, oh, I, I, I want to be done with work because I want to finish this uh, this investigation. And it goes to places where you're not expecting it. Uh, and it's it's just pretty it's just really cool. It it has a very distinct art style. Um, you that go. It looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It is really beautiful. I I would very very highly recommend this game uh, if you're into this kind of uh, um, if you're into this kind of uh, adventure games because I I loved it. Uh, it was pretty straightforward. You get you get hints. You 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 talk to people. Um, and in terms of kind of solving the mysteries and being a detective, what's the kind of mechanic around that? What do you have to do to kind of put stuff well, together? 
like um, it, it is a bit more um, uh, linear. Okay. Uh, it's it's not like you have to find clues, and you have to talk to people, and uh, the clues can be items, but it, it uh, uh, so and then you have to start combining. But it's not like combining as in uh, uh, as we're used to, like in an inventory puzzle. That's not happening. But it could be like uh, you're talking to a person, and and then you're saying, "Hey, this doesn't add." Uh, the the character says that. So okay, so this doesn't add up with this. Let's look into this, and then you get, for instance, you can, um, you can say, for okay, um, item A, and then, um, uh, for instance, uh, uh, the paintbrush is colored red, yeah, and uh, because mm. uh, the painting fell over, mm. but you can change those things, so uh, that would be the solution. But it could also be, you know, that you can select an item, you can, uh, you have a choice of like five. Uh, sentences. Then you can select another item. Then you have oh, so you item. swap in objects. Yeah, and if you, the words. And if you and if you do it wrong, it just it just says no, that's not it, and you can try again. And if you, for instance, have three out of four right, that says oh, I think we're very close. close. We just need to change uh, okay. one thing. So it, it's it's not like you're you're gonna get really stuck. It's just uh, and you can't you just solve that and then you go to the next one. It's and and <clears throat> there are several. Um, Every character in in the in the building is a suspect, so you talk to everyone, and then sometimes you get a suspicion, and then you go to that character, and then you solve the suspicion, and that gives you more clues, and that opens up new areas of the uh, of the game. You can go there, like if you talk to a Fifi in her in the library. Once you've talked with her with everything, then you can also visit Fifi's bedroom, which is locked until then. So so stuff like that as well, and. Um, there was there was one puzzle where you had to do one thing in one room and then another thing in another room before you can go to the to the third room. So it, but none of it was super difficult. It, but it was fun. Mm. I had a lot of fun playing this game, and uh, I would definitely play another one of these. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, nice. I hope this gets uh, this gets a, a sequel of sorts. Fingers crossed. Yeah. You know, I haven't heard anything about a sequel to this because it was released in twenty nineteen. Um, yeah, three yeah. years Although... ago. So. Yeah, but given every the state things, that wasn't actually that long ago. But I yeah. mean, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Feels like the other was last year. Yeah, I know it's that, crazy, isn't it? That is true. It's like the two, last two years almost didn't happen. No, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So that is Tangle Tower. It's a definitely yeah. rec recommendation, then, Thomas. Sounds like uh, absolutely, yeah. And the first game is called Detective Grimoire. Cool, I've heard of it. Yes, uh, and uh, they, this the same company also made another game called Haunt the House Terror Town. I'm not sure if that is part of this franchise, mm. but uh, this one is definitely uh, a home run. Yeah, cool. Nice. Well, thank you, Thomas. That's Tangle Tower. Uh, so again, a link to this game will be in the show notes. Uh, okay, so. Uh, would you like to hear me talk, Laura, about Nine World Lives? Well, tough, yeah. you're going to hear me. <laughs> oh, oh I, well, I do want to. <laughs> no, okay. I'm kidding. You know, I'm joking. Uh, so um, the next game that I'm going to play is, uh, well, Thomas, uh, correct my pronunciation again. It's Nine. Noir. Lives. Apparently, I can't say Noir. Uh, card to Thomas with my <laughs> Irish accent. So. The way you said it then um, confirms you can't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, Nine Noir Lives. Okay, I'll see. <laughs> the way so, you say that is amazing. Sorry, I can't get over that. Continue anyway. 
So, uh, I think it's important <laughs> to mention <laughs> uh, we've lost Thomas. Oh, Thomas is dead. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because this game is uh, also not a murder mystery, and it sounds uh. like uh, um, it sounds like I've nearly murdered Thomas with my pronunciation <laughs> of noir. <laughs> noir, darling. Darling. So, anyways, before we're here all night, yes. um, <laughs> so it's it's important to note that the version of this game that I played, the developers have kind of to send me um, early access version earlier on this year. Nice. I, I was able to complete the game, but it wasn't fully finished. So, especially some backgrounds towards the end hadn't been completely finished. They're mainly placeholder, and they're still working on it, still improving mm. it, the game, and that. So, that's first thing that I'll mention. Uh, so in this game, you play as um, anthropomorphic detective, cat detective uh, called Cuddles Nutterbutter. And you are a PI in the town of Meow Meow Furrington. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Wonderful name so far. Now you get a phone call from the chief of police who says that there has been a murder, would you believe? But not just any murder. It is the son of local gangster Bartholomew Mortemiao, and who has been found dead in the nightclub that belongs to Bartholomew Mortemiao. And now you're not the first choice; you're pretty much the last choice. But the other, the other detective is unavailable, so they um, very reluctantly ask you for help. The police are kind of a bit brave because they, they, you know, they they're afraid they're gangsters. And uh, Morta Meows are in a gang warfare or in a you know rivalry with other gangsters called the Catchulets. Okay. <laughs> so okay, we see so, what's going on. So the Morta Morta Meow, uh, he might believe that the Catchulets might have something to do. So if this isn't resolved soon, there could be gang warfare on the streets of. Meow Meow Furrington. <laughs> so all these cats running around. Now, the thing about this game, as you can probably tell with the names, it is mostly a comedic adventure game, but the story is kind of serious. I mean, a story like you were mentioning, Thomas, and similar enough to Lord Wicklebottom Investigates, it's um, it, 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 it's serious. You know, there's murders and, you know, drugs are found on the body of Edgar. So you have to try and resolve the murder before the gang warfare. Now, this is both a traditional and a modern adventure game. So it's traditional in the sense that it's unashamedly point and click or point and lick, which I'll explain a little hey. bit <laughs> further. And it's, you know, you point and click. There are puzzles in this game. And a lot of the puzzles are like the lot of old school adventure games that they're kind of puzzles on series of puzzles. So, for example, at the very beginning, uh, when you very saw some puzzles to get into the nightclub, they want you there, and you before you're allowed to investigate the body, the police officer there says that they're waiting for the photographer. So you need to go look for the photographer. You go to the police station, but you find a police officer there is involved in interrogation, so they need to try and get them, help them finish the interrogation, and you know so on and so forth. So there's a series of puzzles as well. The good thing about the puzzles is that there again there was never any puzzles that were moon logic. I had mood logic. They were always uh, logical. And because again, it's rather easy in a game like this comical adventure game, like this for developers to just go, oh, crazy, you know, let's just make puzzles that don't make sense. I think the mm -hmm. good thing is that the puzzles do make sense. They're not easy. Not all of them are easy. I did use a walkthrough that they kindly sent to me a couple of times, especially one case. There was a logic puzzle. I have no idea how to solve it. So I looked at the 
walk through. I'm sure if I had been patient, I might have been able to get somewhere. But for the most part, I was able to solve the puzzles myself. There's also a handy diary that uh, will help you along. So it'll detail the characters you've met and uh, give you some hints. Now, there's two versions of this game. There is a normal mode and a story mode. The game is exactly the same, but on a normal mode, it's just a diary. And then the story mode, it will give you the solutions if you wish. Uh, so I like that. I didn't play in story mode, but I think the option is good. Um, I think the story was good. It's um, all the way through. I was I became invested. There were sometimes there was one moment in particular early on that you're going to have an interaction with a character, but it ended up being completely different to what both I and Cuddles expected. And it's I was thinking, oh wow, this is interesting. Now this is not quote unquote just a comedic adventure. It's like Lord Wickelbottom investigates. There was a bit more to it. Um, now, one slight issue that I had is that maybe there's a little bit too much uh, dialogue that I think maybe it could have cut down a little bit. Yeah, now, the, the it's funny you say good. that because I played the demo and I had mm. a little feeling about that. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think that was one shows the issue. As I said, I think for the most part it's good. I think there for um, most of the writing as well, say is kind of optional because there are a lot of hotspots. Uh, so you have uh, you can talk to characters, you can interact with different hotspots, and there's plenty of them on each screen. And so you can you know uh, look at, you can try and pick up things, you can try and pick up uh, characters as well. And as I mentioned before, you can lick things. Now that might sound weird, it is weird, but it's slightly less weird when you remember that you're playing as a cat. But even so, it's still weird in this world. It's <laughs> like, uh, you know, Cuddles has a fetish to lick everything. Mm. And everyone, <laughs> and even other characters <laughs> mention it, which is, and it, it is funny. It's, but it also resolves, you know, resolves some puzzles uh, by licking as well. You can find out they, how something tastes. Um, so it's, yeah, my one issue with that was that, as I said, it's um, sometimes a bit long, but this is a game that developers wanted to make to take their time. And I think that is also important. Uh, it looks fantastic. It looks, they use the same, I think it's Visionaire Studio, which looks like, um, so it's what the, the Dalek Studio used for their game, like Deponia and such. Um, so it looks fantastic. The backgrounds are beautiful. The characters all look really, really nice as well. And thankfully, I think the main character, I think, is more interesting than Rufus in Deponia. Um, he's a lot nicer for a start, and, but he's more interesting, and I really liked it. Uh, I thought the voice acting was of a good quality overall as well. I, um, I think the main character did, well, every character did a really good job. Uh, I mean, not everything works. Not everything is funny. They throw everything at it, but I did laugh quite a few times. So that's something as well. And one other thing about this game that I think I should mention as well for a comedic game is that there are practically no references. So no Monkey Island references, no rep pop culture references. All of the humor and dialogue that I found, at least, unless I missed something, is in this game. So even when it didn't hit the mark, I never left, you know, felt, you know, being taken out of the game uh, with any of the comments. I was always invested in this world as well. And it gets pretty dramatic. Um, and even when you find out maybe what happened, there's still a bit left in the game as well. And some parts are very funny. I love the interaction between uh, Puddles and his um, secretary, uh, Tabby, um, that they're good friends. You can see that as well. That she never makes fun of him, but she, if he has an idea, it's crazy. She go, oh, that could be good, but you know, maybe we could do it this way either, um, kind of thing. So, um, 
I I really liked it. And I think it's also worth mentioning, as I mentioned, with the puzzles, I think uh, I think maybe they could have cut back on a couple of the puzzles that didn't really uh, have anything to do with the story. They didn't really progress the story, but then mm. again, it's more traditional uh, adventure game as well. One thing that I did really like is there is a scene later on in the game, which I'm not going to spoil it, but it involves an actor and promoting a product. And again, it has nothing to do with the story, but it's absolutely hilarious. And this is the type of thing, if there was a publisher, they would probably have told the developers to take the scene away. But I am delighted that they kept it in because it just goes crazy. And I was <laughs> laughing at it. I really, really liked that scene. And I wish I could talk more about it, but I don't, don't want to give anything away. Um, so yeah, it, the developer said that I think it could take about 10 hours. It took me 18.7 or 18.8 hours. Now I clicked on everything. I took my time with the game. So probably other people will take less time. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was a really good game. This is also like um, Charlotte Sutherland. It's Silver No Games. It's their first game. So it's astonishing. There's so much writing and it's all voice acted. Uh, yeah. to high quality as well. And How long I, did it take you to finish it? About 18 hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and I spoke with the the main voice actor whose name I can't remember, unfortunately, and he mentioned before, and he mentioned that the developer was very collaborative with him and the other voice actors. It's him and his wife who owned the acting studio. The wife plays the role of Tab Tabby, so they have chemistry already. And you can tell, you know, he really was invested in the game as well, as were all the actors. And you Lucas can tell. Gilbertson? That is, I think so, yes. Yeah. That rings a bell. Lucas but, Gilbertson plays Cuddles and Carol Ann Day plays Tabby. Yes. Um, so, yeah, as I said, I think it's uh, also another really high quality animal detective adventure game that uh, this genre of adventure games, this subgenre, um, it, it, and yeah, I would definitely recommend people to check it out if you like. Again, more murder mysteries. It's, it's, Different in a way to uh, Lord Winklebot investigates in that it's not like Sherlock Holmes. It's more like with gang warfare and everything as well. But still, overall, I really, really enjoyed it. And there is uh, some indications of a sequel. And from what I've heard from developers, it sounds really interesting where they would go in a sequel. So I hope this game does well. I hope people like it. And I hope the developers get to make a sequel. Uh, so the name of the game again is Nine. Noir. <laughs> Lies. Say it. Say it, Shusha. Say it. Noir. <laughs> Darling. <laughs> the Nine Noir Lies. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's available on Steam and GOG, I believe. And uh, who knows? Hopefully, it'll be available on consoles or Switch uh, in the future as well. But I definitely recommend the people check it out. And uh, yeah, I think people would enjoy it. It's again, a return, another good. Uh, traditional with some modern twi uh, twist as well adventure game cool so oh. um, one more le one, one left. more game so Laura you're going to tell us how to be immortal I believe I am <laughs> that uh, yes. this is uh, I believe a Sam Barlow has released another game Sam Barlow uh, he of her story and telling mm. lies fame and he's gone all out this time oh, by the way I spoke to Sam Barlow yeah. uh, that's going to be up on my YouTube at some point he was we spoke for two hours 
Oh, wow. Um, wow. He just kept talking <laughs> and I kept talking and I didn't really want to stop the questions. And then he would have very long answers, but it was very interesting. So I'll put that on my YouTube. But anyway, he's gone way out with this game, way out. And each when I was playing it, I kept calling it a film because it basically is. Um, so the sorry, idea... did, did we mention the title? It's Immortality. Immortality. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think you did, but you might have just said Immortal. Immortal. Yes, yeah. Called... So the, the game is Immortality. Immortality. <laughs> yeah. And it's from Sam Barlow, her story and uh, Telling Lies fame it's his third kind of in he has done other uh, films uh, other games as well as that but um this is his kind of third fmv um game and it's it's a huge huge undertaking what they've done basically um the the story behind it is there was an actress called marissa marcel um she made three films but none of them were ever released that's kind of the first mystery why were they not released uh and the second mystery is she's kind of disappeared from from life we we, we don't know where she's gone and um so you 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 never kind of introduced as a protagonist you don't know who you are some kind of film fan maybe or fan of her you, you uh, it's uncovered um raw footage of the three films so behind the scenes footage rehearsals um you know, unedited clips of the film of each three films is discovered. Um, and you, it, your job is to kind of go through these clips, uh, all these different clips, at, uh, in, you know, not in order. You start with one, much like with her story, you started one and then you, you went to others um, and you have to uh, basically uncover what happened to her. Where is she? And, um, you know, why she disappeared? Why were the films never released? and kind of work out what's going on. And to do this, they did film basically the equivalent of three feature-length films. That's insane. Wow. <laughs> um, and when I say that, they obviously didn't actually just film the films because what they are filming, what you're seeing, so there is no three films that like properly edited because it's all the unedited bits. So they actually filmed the rehearsal bits of it, which is kind of insane because then there's a director. It's funny, Sam was telling me, sometimes the actors were getting confused and speaking to the directors who were also actors. <laughs> so it starts insane. to get very meta and confusing for everybody. But I love that. But um, yeah, so... And it's you diving into these clips and you can you you can scrub backwards, you can scrub forwards and at, at different speeds. And it's got a great you can use a controller, you can use a keyboard, you can use a mouse. And it's got a great kind of um, sort of whirring sound as if you're using I forgot what it's called. It's a particular editing uh, machine that you kind of use, which is um pretty well known in the industry I'll, I'll look it up and find it for you but um you can obviously pause the clips at any point you want um and then how you move from clip to clip whereas in something like her story you heard a word and then mm. you would put that word into the database and then it would go to that word in the clip this time it's all about images because we're, we're talking about you know the language of, of movies and movies is all about images and moving pictures so uh what will happen is you can pause a, um, a clip at any point you want you then right click um, and it brings up a little eye icon and you can put the eye icon on certain objects. It might be um, an actor's face. It might be a vase. It might be a chair or a knife. And then it will jump cut to a different scene where that item is. And it might not always be the exact item. So you might uh, click on a, a golden microphone and it will jump to a different microphone. But it's the similar type of item. Um, and it, it's a little bit confusing mm. when that first starts, but you kind of get used to it. And it's it's all about kind of collecting these item clips, basically. And um, and what you're doing, basically, is you're trying to 
sort of watch for the little moments at the end of these scenes where the actors are sort of talking to themselves and maybe giving something away. You start to get an idea of people's relationships. Because the thing is, you're not only trying to work out uh, what happened to Marissa, you're also just trying to work out what's going on in these films. You know, you're like, what's the plot of this film? Because there are three separate films. Amazingly, they're they're made and obviously made for the game. These were never actually made in in real life, uh, if that makes sense. Obviously, they were, but mm-hmm. as in they weren't made outside of the game world. Um, it's, it's it's gets it gets very meta and confusing to explain this game. But um, uh, they're different uh eras that were they were made in. So the first one was the sixties, and it's very kind of it's got a Hitchcock vibe to it. Um, even though it's it's kind of like a religious, uh, gory, erotic film it's it's kind of mad the first one it's called ambrosio and um there's a lot of sex in it i will say that um it's i I will say you will jump cut to a lot of nakedness so you gotta be careful if you're streaming this i had to kind of cover (laughs) it up quite quickly but they don't hold back there's a lot of sex hey i streamed a leisure to larry film and (laughs) this is weird uh, things happen there as well so this is a lot more this is is just full full naked sex is this full frontal yes oh okay wow from like both. You don't Ma- see any Ma- male genitalia, but you do say see naked women, and you do see wow. people just ha- uh, as if they're having sex. Obviously, they're acting. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, there's a lot okay. of lot of nipples, but um, you know, hey, that was the sixties, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and you do see a bit in the seventies and nineties film as well. Um, but you know, that it's th- those are the kind of films that are being made. Um, mm. so there's a sixties film, and that's it's kind of like a sort of religious like in you know, thriller kind of unusual film um then there's a 70s one called Minsky um and that is more of a kind of detective um thriller where that someone's been murdered and there's this detective an artist has been murdered uh, an artist called Minsky and the detective is kind of uh, investigate he thinks it's the girlfriend then the girlfriend kind of seduces him um and there's this sort of a power play in that um and what i will say of, of all these films as well is they've done it to the detail of each film has a sort of different grading which you will notice in terms of color grading in, in the edit where you'll notice oh this is because if they they would be using a different type of film to shoot this at the time and they've got sort of uh era correct costumes hairstyles the wigs are interesting in this game um that you know they'll have different sort of things they'll be talking about because of the era so they've really tried to get the look and sound of these films in in each era as accurate as they can and then there's a 90s film finally which is called two of everything which feels very lynchian it feels like a kind of mulholland drive um film about um a singer a very famous singer um, I won't. I, I won't say too much about the the, mm. the films because you want to discover those yourselves. But anyway, so yeah, so you're basically it's a part of the thing is you just discovering what's happened in these films, what's going on in the plot. Then you're discovering what are the relationships with the actors behind the films and and what's going on with them. Who likes who, who hates who, you know, who's shagging who. It's all that all that kind of thing. And then you're discovering well, what's and what's happened to Marissa with all this? And uh, without wanting to spoil anything, because they're as with all Sambardo films, they're a big twist. Mm. There's a big whole other plot going on that you oh. have to do certain things, and it's very unusual. And I don't want to give anything more away, but when you first see that first thing that changes what you're doing, it's it's shocking. <laughs> 
um it's a surprise and then you're trying to find more of those instances i can't i don't want to give anything I, more you away, are, but... No, but i must say you are really selling this game you are yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so, you, had, you I... had me at sex but now you're really <laughs> selling the game <laughs> I will say this. Some people, and you'll see this in reviews, some people will say, I finished this in five hours. And then other people say, Oh, it took me about eight. I think for me, it took me about, and I don't, I haven't seen every clip. And I could, and so I've not seen every full story, but I feel like I've seen enough of what's happened that I, I'm happy with that. Maybe I'll go back and look at some clips. I don't know. But I took me about 18 hours. Um, oh. And I think the, the one criticism, of this game I will have much as with other Sambala games is it's there gets to a point where you think is this the end do I need to keep mm. looking have I got everything and I think there will be some people who think they have got to the end and that I can say this now and I don't think this is a spoiler it has been said in reviews there are credits to this game okay even though I actually had a, encountered a bug unfortunately so I got to the bit just before the credits and then the credits didn't start but I knew it was supposed to be where the credit started um so that was a bit unfortunate as well i hope they fix that because you don't want to play 18 hours of a game and then it not get to the sort of finale <laughs> the um, end. anyway yeah uh so there are credits there is a bit there are things you have to fulfill and it will show you the final clip and credits so there is that there is something and i i don't think that's a spoiler it's been mentioned that the, there is a kind of finale um to it but i, I do feel mm people will be playing it and thinking do i how much more do i need to go yeah. it, it needs to do a bit more to get you to the places you need to be at a certain point i think at some point it needs to kind of be directing you a little bit more cuz you could you start to see the same clips and you start thinking okay i i just want to i know what this kind of extra little twist is i want to keep following that story now and you, you, sometimes you're a bit like uh, as much as i want to look at all these clips i just want to follow this interesting thing yeah. so i think it just needed a i don't know how they do that it's difficult but it, it there is a the it was very much a roller coaster this game i wouldn't give it 10 out of 10 that there were parts where i was thinking oh you know, I, hmm, I'm getting a bit tired of all this. And then when you do get these little extra clips, you're like, oh, my God, this mm. is so cool. This is really interesting. Um, but I still loved it because, I mean, the acting is great. Even the, the intentionally bad acting, because there are some people who are bad. <laughs> that, and but some that people, is difficult to do. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's, some it's people would be like, be oh, yeah. yes, exactly. Some people would be like, oh, oh I didn't think that was very good. But, so, but that's the point, because they're mm. not a good actor in the in the film. Um. It was just, uh, I've never, it's it's a, a game I don't think I've ever seen before. It's so original and unusual. And I um, I just don't, I can't compare it to anything else, even the other stuff he's made. It's so far and away. It's so intelligent and there's so much going on. And the amount of work, it only took them two and a half years, which I think is crazy. I, again, another, that's insane again. That, <laughs> and they were filming or, you know, making this game presumably during COVID. Yeah, I would say mostly, which mostly, and as it's you say, two and a half years. Which yeah, um, so you know, hats off to them. There are these yeah. small little points which they needed to refine, but uh, very difficult to do that. I think until mm. you've got lots of people playing it, um, just great. Just a, it's a work of art. It's it's uh like you, you know you you won't play a game like this at, uh, the rest of the year, probably the decade. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. It's true. I mean, yeah, it's no, just... I, I, there, I don't think there was any other. Okay, so again, a question. I think you alluded to it. You, you probably mentioned it already, but uh, I played 
uh, her story as yeah. well. I think I like more the concept and the idea more so than the game itself. As I said, it, like you said, it's very well made, very well acted that was as well. And at first I was very invested. I played this with my partner over lockdown, we were over Zoom. And at first we were very invested, taking notes and talking about which words uh, to type in and all. But then, as you mentioned, it just keeps going and it's like, oh, okay, we're not seeing an end to this. So we just kind of stopped uh, playing. So if, you know, I wouldn't say I didn't like her story, but if I if if I wasn't a huge, huge fan of her story, do you think that I might like this game or this more, which is more high budget version of the same? It's, do you think? It's, it's hard to say because obviously there are some similarities. Mm. I will say you should try it because i mean it's on game pass so if you have to have game pass it's free okay um which is kind of nuts um <laughs> it's what i would say is yeah because it you know if you enjoy watching films what, what i found yeah. interesting as well when i was playing it and i was saying some parts of it i can't remember if it was the 60s yeah i think it was the 60s film i was saying oh a bit of this kind of reminds me of don't look now and and they've got the writer from Don't Look Now. Um, yeah, I was going to say they have people. Was it Don't Look Now? Was it one of the writers of Queen's Gambit? Yes. So they've got some fantastic writers. Yeah. So and to... who, who else was it? Someone from Game of Thrones or something? It or... might be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't remember, but I remember that seeing that you know this writer, this thing, this like, oh wow, in one game. Uh, and that's the kind of pedigree. And and I mm. don't think the actors are as well known, but there's, I I won't give away some of the characters, but they are really, really good. There, there's mm. one actor in particular, and I, I don't want to say her character because it's a bit of a spoiler, but she's phenomenal. And I've not really seen her in anything. Um, I hope she does more, I don't know, either films or games mm. or whatever she wants, because she's got a really terrifying character and it's, <laughs> genuinely very scary um but yeah so i i it's a it's a hard one that because yeah. i don't really know your preferences but i would say if you enjoy you know watching films if you enjoy kind of the art of films and um looking into those kind of concepts then give it a go it is i'd say it's maybe less of a really succinct detective story like her story which was mm. very much like very simple very quick effective you could do it in a couple of hours yeah. this you know is a lot more delving into things you've got to in be interested in the sort of relationships and i think they do a good enough job of that i started to get a bit bored of the first film i just wasn't as into mm. the idea of the film for me so when i got clips of that i was a bit like oh, okay it's this film the other two films i thought were really interesting and and uh cool so i was i was more interested in watching those clips so that is another issue as well i guess because you've got three films yeah I do, think, do you, yeah go do, on, do, go you, on. do you jump around with the different films uh you so tend when to it yeah. depends what the object is so you can search by objects like i said or and you can put things in an order of when things were shot in real life or when things okay. in the timeline of the film and that can help you sometimes with certain things um uh, it would have been good to have a you can mark the clips but um, but it would have been good to have a little icon maybe when you've seen the clips before because you start mm. to forget really. Um, so just so these. How little... many how many clips in total are there? There are two hundred and two. Wow. And I spent eighteen hours and I had seen about one hundred and fifty of them. Wow. Damn. You know, yeah. I'm I'm seeing on Steve some of the reviewers saying that this is less complex than her story. Yeah, 
I guess well, in the sense that you, I mean, I would still say it's pretty complex. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going. I don't know. I don't think I agree with that, actually. No, it is. No. It is complex. I, I think the, the baseline of the films and what you're trying to do mm. isn't complex. But that, I mean, I had, I was having a discussion up until about 2 a.m. on, on Twitch this, this morning because we, we finished the game this morning and I was going, but wait, what's going here? What? What about that? Why did they do this? And so I don't, it's one of those games you will think about afterwards. Um, and I don't know, I would say, yeah, try it. I mean, okay. I think you, you don't, I think be prepared to some invest some time into it. I think the people who did it in five hours, uh, I can get right. how you would, you could do it five hours, but I think it's a game that you need to invest a bit more time then. In yeah. Doing that. Yeah. And where where would you rate this compared to Sam Barlow's other games, Telling Lies and Her Story? That is, no, it's another difficult question, probably. Yeah, I th I definitely rate it above Telling Lies. I like Telling Lies. I like what I was trying. I think this is Telling Lies done better. A, 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 yeah, done better, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, her story, I think, is is harder because it was the first and it was unexpected and. Yeah. It had a. It was told well on a much lower budget, but still really well. But I think I would rate Immortality higher than that because just the ambition mm. with what they try to do with this, and they mostly succeed. And it's just yeah, that's it's breathtaking. I I, I can't. There's not much more I can say about this well, game. I'm, ver I'm very <laughs> intrigued. As I said, I overall I think I did like her story, at least the idea. And I said my my partner. Who what was it play, you didn't like about it in the end? What turned you off? It it, ju it just became for me. It just became a bit repetitive. Mm. And I said there's now, no credits. Like it just became a bit yeah. dull. Like, Although I, I think the are the credits in her story, or is it the same? I think you you will get that fatigue and immortality. So if, that's mm. why it's not a, a ten on ten for me. It's probably like more of a eight and a half, closer to a nine, but um, now, maybe I, a I, nine. I, yeah, I mean, that's still good. I think it, we, we did uh, get in her story, we did get most of the story. Mm. And as I said, you know, we still really enjoyed it. My partner, who doesn't play games, she was really invested taking notes and, oh, and everything. Oh, doesn't play so, games yet. Yes, sorry, <laughs> not yet. But, uh, but, but yeah, so, I mean, I like the idea of it. And, um, but it's, yeah, no, I'm very intrigued. And I see that Edge gave a 10 out of 10, which... Which is pretty big. Although one little thing to say is that Sam Barlow did write several uh, um, that's true. That is columns true. for Edge, the very Edge. good columns. But I mean, I don't. I'm not saying that's part of it. I don't think that actually is part of it. But he was known to Edge. He was quite a familiar face around Edge. Yeah. But I don't think that's why he that's got ten reason. out of ten. I don't think that is the reason. <laughs> Conspiracy theorist Laura. <laughs> no. Conspiracy Chris. <laughs> oh, I like that. Now, it, I'm seeing also here PC Gamer gave it 95 out of 100. Do you know if he wrote any articles? No, <laughs> yeah, it's all turned out. He just wrote articles for them. That's why. That's very good. Um, and Games Radar gave it 90 out of 100. So I think it, I'd give it 90 out of 100. Yeah. Which I think is still that's good. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's still that's, really that's good. Great. I mean, that's great. <laughs> but I'd be uh, so, interested for you guys to play it. And I want to know your thoughts because maybe you'll be. A bit. Uh, my thing is, the thing is, if I had given this review maybe a few hours before I finished it, I might not have given it as good a review. Mm. It was only when I got to the conclusion, I was like, okay, now I feel satisfied. The bits before I was like, oh, yeah, God, but I'm... the great yeah. games do that. I yeah. remember mm. when I was playing Last of Us 2 when That's I was true. just completely pissed off after yeah. the game. <laughs> And we were like, no, keep going, keep, yeah, going, keep going, think exactly. about it. <laughs> and, and I still, after the, I, it took me a, a few weeks to completely process that. And this sounds like a game that could also mm. have that, like that makes you think and 
doesn't it sticks with you uh, long after you finish it. And I I love it when a game does that or a movie mm. or when a, when any uh, a work of art does it. So yeah, it's it's uh, I actually just bought it. <laughs> hey! You Sam? sold the game so much to me. I I just went <laughs> okay. And so I bought the game. Sam, so, uh, if you want to send me the commission. Yes. Yeah, so okay. Speaking of conspiracies, uh, Laura, how much did Sam Barlow <laughs> pay you for this? <laughs> he did not pay me a dime. Sadly, this, this no, sales I, pitch now. No, <laughs> I, he's going to write uh, uh, articles for adventure gamers now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a few popping up there. Yeah, yeah. There uh, you no, go. Fa- anyway, fantastic. that's my pitch. No, fa- fantastic. I mean, it certainly sound very unique. As I said, I might just get it because overall, I did like her story. But it's just um, overall, like the, the, the fact there was no end. Maybe it's just that I wasn't ready for it. I don't know. I get it, though, because I did it's... feel about that with immortality. That yeah. You will feel like that at points, but push through, I'd say. Yeah. But then you might still come out the end disappointed. I don't know. I don't want to. The thing is, I will say this. Some people will play this and they it will just not be for them. And they mm. will not like the fact it's a bit open ended and you've really got to push with it and and be like well who is this character why they mm. why am i not finding out who this character is and then hours later you might suddenly work it out but then you've got to remember all the other stuff you've remembered yeah um it's not an easy game and it's not a game that holds your hand and it, you know which some, is if fine you, which, yeah. yeah which is fine but equally it's fine if you don't want that experience because some people yeah. you know want to just have a it... nice relaxing time <laughs> and there's gore in this there's is some there? violence yeah. there's some self-harm there's Oof. some uh, suicide there's breasts there's sex <laughs> yeah yeah i already bought the game you don't need to sell it more <laughs> yeah i just need to it's a mature content description it and is. theme yeah. it says yeah. immortality contains strong language violence blood and gore as well as nudity sexual content and the use of alcohol and drugs um which we've already yeah, the alcohol don't is the least don't threaten me with a good time yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, but, but it does sound like a very mature game. Yeah. And a f- final, final question, Laura: Did you use any hints or walkthroughs, or did anybody on the Twitch stream help you at all? Like with very and... slightly near the end, I'd got them. I'd mm. found a big reveal, and um, someone was kind of saying, "Oh, if you want to find this next bit," that, but then I, they didn't tell me how to do it. They just said. There is a right. sort of next thing, and you, you have to look in this film. And remember, each film has got about 60 clips. So it wasn't, they weren't giving me, I didn't look at a walkthrough, but I had some hints. So I, you know, and I don't think, I think some people, you know, you will maybe want to just look up if, if you're thinking, okay, I'm enjoying this, but I kind of want to get to this bit now because it is mm. a long road. Yeah. You know, if you want to keep going <laughs> with it, you might. Yeah. Wow, Nova sounds fantastic. Delighted that you like this so much. Kind of sounds that way, kind of. I mean, it don't sound similar at all, but that way, similar ish to Nine More Lives. That mm. way, in Nine More Lives, when you're solving a puzzle to reach another puzzle to continue the story, I, I did feel at times, okay, I want to get back to the story because I'm so invested in the story. Yeah. I mean, I mean uh, but I still really like that game as well. But it sounds like this, this is fantastic. So I probably will end up. I mean, there's I... such a backlog of games. Oh, <laughs> I know. Uh, the, now, what's going to happen is you're both going to play it. You'll be like, oh, it's rubbish. <laughs> you'll be like, I didn't like it at all. So I'm waiting for that to happen because there are some bits which you won't like. I'm just going to say that that now. It's not a perfect game and it, it does do some things a little bit annoyingly. So okay. I just want to put that in now. <laughs> okay. Now, sure. you're, now you're saying it. Oh, I no. already bought the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's very still intrigued. great. It's still great. But okay, I, I but... just, yeah. And fi- final, final question. Oh, then. Okay. If uh, if you've never played, so again, like 
my partner, for example, if you've never played a game or anything, do you think that people would be would enjoy it or would be able to actually yes and i'll use this example um i have a colleague who who has played some games he was talking about i can't remember what it was now a game that he played which is very sort of typical i think it was Mm. funnily enough i think it was the last of us it was the first one which is much more although it obviously has a great story it's much more of a a a, traditional typical traditional action game and i i brought up immortality and i said i've been playing this and he was like wow that sounds really interesting um and i think if you if you enjoy films and you get this sort of mechanics of films and the process of films yeah sure why not because it's basically three films (laughs) it's not you know there isn't there's just clicking forwards and clicking backwards Mm. and as long as you kind of buy into the concept of the game and i will say there's an about section in the menu and you should read that because it explains a bit of this overview of what's going on with the games um you will be fine and like yeah i don't think there's there's no kind of things a traditional hallmarks of games that like if you were a gamer you, you would kind of know this and if you weren't a gamer you wouldn't uh no i think anyone can play this okay Fantastic. Okay, well, that's all. Any for, more questions? For, no, 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 no more questions. <laughs> you are free to go. <laughs> You're free to go, my hostage. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Now it's been a pretty good, uh, good, good month this month. I think we've yeah. liked all the games. Yeah. Um, you know, and a little bit for everyone. We've had Animal Detective Adventures, both of which were really good. Uh, Thomas had a nice free adventure again with some again raising awareness about some challenging topics, and then a cute. A murder mystery and now this immortality so uh as as brad pitt said in troy immortality take it it's yours yeah and um, do it is yeah. for free on game pass wow and that's <laughs> astonishing as well and you've convinced thomas to buy it i probably will get it as well and uh but so Steve, many games yes. <laughs> yeah so uh well thank you very much uh so thank i you. think i think that's it for this week is uh do you guys know what you're playing next i know we've had quite a lot uh, uh thomas or, know, sorry laura yeah uh there's a little game coming out in yes. a week's time i forgot, I forgot about that i think uh, i mentioned this to thomas yes a little game is it what? with an island full of monkeys or something mm, or uh, or again as my partner mentioned uh because you know i talk all the time about adventure games too or i think she's oh. fed up at this stage but <laughs> as she mentioned what's the game coming out is it monkey sword Oh, <laughs> and I kind of want that game. What combination... are you doing? You need I... to. How does she not know what Monkey Island is yet? Come on. I mean, she she does know, but she got confused with Broken Sword, and I want Aww. to get a combination of yeah. Monkey Island and Broken Sword and Monkey hey, Sword. I, I already bought the game, so I'm gonna but, play it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that next week. So I imagine that we'll probably be doing an entire episode on Monkey I Island. I imagine so. You know what? Uh, yeah, because it'll probably one of the few games that all three of us will be playing more or less at the same time. I imagine. Maybe maybe it's another game for a spoiler. Uh, for a spoiler, I think so. I think we'll be doing spoilers. I mean. I don't know anything about the story, but say if the mystery of or the secret of Monkey Island is revealed, we'll probably. I think what we might do is we might do the first part is non-spoilers and then go to spoilers. But we sh- we shall see. But uh, yes, so a little game called Return to Monkey Island, Monday, yeah. September nineteenth. I can't believe it's just twelve days away. I, I know. No, I'm, it's not. It's not hit this. me either. But yay! Hooray! Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> Um. Yeah. And any other games that you guys are interested? No. Just well, uh, I just bought a game called Immortality. <laughs> T- tell us about it, Thomas. It. Oh, I no. really hope you like it, Thomas. I, uh, I feel. L- Laura, can you tell us about Immortality? What? So what did you think? Of that? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, yes, so I will be playing Return to Monkey Island. I am currently playing Siberia, the world before. And when I was on holidays on my Steam Deck, I was playing a bit of Norco. So, uh, yeah, I think cool. I'm going to play that one as well, uh, Sersha, yeah. Norco. It's interesting. I mean, I, I, I'll say more about when I finished it. Um, but those two games, at some point, I hope to review. I know uh, Siberian kind of savoring. It's one of these epic games, and I'm playing that more on my big PC because it's really cinematic. It's kind of like this big blockbuster that you it deserves biggest screen possible. Um, so hopefully, I'll be finished, and we shall see. Because with Return of Monkey Island, and uh, anything else you guys would like to mention, any TV series or book or anything, no. Yeah, well, uh, well, I've been reading a lot of science fiction, so I'm not gonna list all the great books that I've read uh, because I'm really on a on a reading uh, binge. But I discovered a um, great little uh, little show called From. Um, I've seen it on Now TV. I think it's mm. streaming uh, on, on different things as well. If you love, if you like, like Lost, oh, then you're okay. gonna love this as well. It's all about right. um, uh, a family that somehow gets stuck in a in a uh in, a, in an american town where they, they can't get out of and every night monsters show up oh wow. they try to uh yeah it's not a it's not I'm it's, it's quite a it's quite a gory gory uh, stuff happening but it's really good and it's got harold perrineau in one of the main roles who was also uh in lost um and it's i, I i'd never heard of it i saw it on now tv it got it got Good review, so I'm. Uh, I, I decided to uh, to watch it, and I binged it in two evenings. It's ten episodes for season one. They've already greenlit season season two, so I would highly recommend uh, streaming that one. And I started on um, Lime Town, which is uh, produced by and and starring uh, Jessica Biel, which is based on a podcast as well. Uh, it's also a mystery show about uh, okay. uh, a, a, a town. Uh, full of researchers where one day everybody disappeared and she's oh. trying to find out what happened because her uncle was one of the people who disappeared that's very interesting never heard of either of these no i i it just popped up on now tv and since i am paying 15 euros a month for mm. that i was mm. like well, maybe i should do something with that <laughs> so <laughs> i saw them both and i was very much very uh positively impressed uh, uh so far by uh, by what they've been doing so that's from and a show called limetown Nice. Very nice. Uh, well, I just finished watching Better Call Saul and it's... Oh, please don't. I've not watched it yet. Don't. No spoilers. No spoilers. I won't say anything, <laughs> but it is fantastic. Somehow okay. they stuck the landing, uh, which, you know, astonishing that prequel to Breaking Bad and it ends... I mean, I'm not going to say it. It's very hard to compare them uh, because I love Breaking Bad and I love Better Call Saul. That's all I'll say. No spoilers, but really, really good. Um, and also, I really enjoyed uh, The Last Kingdom. Don't know if you guys have seen it or heard of it's Heard on it. Netflix. Seen it. It's oh. fantastic. It's based on the novels by Bernard Cornwall set during the Viking era. And it's about the creation of England uh, with okay. King Alfred, with King Alfred the Great, and then his children and the main character, Uhtred. And it's absolutely fantastic. I mean, it's a smaller budget than Game of Thrones. I mean, there are no dragons, no fantasy, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's only one show with a bigger budget than Game of Thrones, and that is the Ring, uh, Lord of the Rings, yes. Rings of Power on Amazon, yes. which is I've also been... great, by the way. Okay. Yeah, I've not seen that yet. I, I, I want to watch that watch as that. well. But definitely, the Last no Kingdom. Expectations there. Yeah, well, the Last Kingdom, the last season was absolutely fantastic. It still had some, some just great storytelling, great characters, and then especially last season with some great battle scenes as well that are pretty high budget and uh, really, really good. One of my favorite series, I would say. 
uh, The Last Kingdom, I encourage people to check out. Uh, yeah, so that is it for me. That is it, I think, from us until, as I said, probably next time the three of us will be getting together, we'll be to discuss Return to Monkey Island. Yeah. I imagine. Um, and there's also uh, upcoming uh, this podcast. Um, now, by the time I think this podcast will be out, I will already have spoken to Francisco Gonzalez, who will be revealing exclusively on this podcast the uh, the voice cast for Rosewater, which is pretty exciting. Nice. Um, and when then is in- Rosewater um, planned to be next released? year? Next so year, next year, yeah. Um, and then uh, I will have uh, an interview, more a roundtable interview with Pontus Wittenmark, who made Justin Wack and the Big Time Hack, and Silver Note Studios, who made Nine More Lives, Nine More Lives. <laughs> <laughs> so both had games that were just released. And I think we've lost Thomas again, <laughs> but I can hear my interview with them and uh, plenty more coming up as well that I'll be revealing uh, hopefully next few weeks and months. So uh, thank you as always, guys. Thomas looks like he's back. And uh, yeah. and oh, and to, to finish off, it sounds like they're in immortality, that there are some noir movies. Laura, wouldn't you say? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there were some noir Noah, darling. <laughs> Come on, well, darling. <laughs> well, right. Time to stop. Until then, I think I need to go to bed. I had two hours <laughs> sleep last night. <laughs> You're sounding like it now. Tra- no. Traveling <laughs> with flight that was delayed and everything. Oh, so, no. yeah. But, uh, so, the usual nowadays. The usual nowadays. Yeah. But, well, thank you, guys. Uh, we will, of course, uh, be back very soon. And thank you, everyone, for listening and for your support, as always. And very much appreciated. So uh so until very soon take care everyone Cheers. and keep on questing bye So if you like the Adventure Games podcast then please subscribe rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts please leave a review on itunes if you can as every review helps and reviews will help get the word out especially for adventure game developers who appear on the podcast now you can also follow me on social media you can follow me on twitter at advent game pod and follow me on facebook at adventure games podcast you can also follow me on instagram at adventure games podcast as well and we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are a Adventure Game developer or a Adventure Game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you believe may enjoy it. And you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com. So until next time, thank you.